Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Fight Like a Girl. We're back for another week. It's Ella here and I've got Rav with me. Hi, Rav. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm freshly vaxxed. Nice. Me too. Same week. Exciting. Vax besties. (laughs) Have you seen um, that tagline that's kind of trending at the moment? I think... Kristen Fisher, um, the eyebrow chick from Double Bay, said waxed, vaxxed and unfairly taxed. And I'm like, yeah, that's my life. Yeah, that last one hits hard. How are you going? Where are you recording from this week? I am in my bedroom, but as you can see, I've just changed the direction I'm sitting in. So my background looks a little different today. Changing it up. Yeah, changing it up. What about you? Yep, still uh, in lockdown, of course, still in my wardrobe. Happy to be back for another week. Speaking of week, other than getting vaxxed, how's your week been? You know what? Not too bad. A couple of highs, a couple of lows, nothing too too bad. Uh, I guess nothing is um, as good as the, those two couples going at it. Well, sorry, that that couple going at it uh, in Bondi this week. Did you see that? I was going to say, was there an orgy that I missed? That was the following day. The orgy was the following day. <laughs> no, how crazy was that? That was wild. So many questions. Just so many questions about that. 8 a.m. on a, was it a Tuesday morning? Yeah, something like that. And wasn't it someone in the water who took the photo? Yeah. And I know that, that at 8 o'clock in the morning that he, that guy in the water would have been one of like probably 10 or 15 people surfing or swimming or whatever and just looking up and seeing that is just like what they were stark naked too weren't they totally both of them stark naked going at it doggy (laughs) yeah I just have no words and the people above did we do we know yet if they could see I honestly have no idea but that's one of the first questions that popped into my mind the first one was 
actually I lied. The very first question that popped into my mind was how the hell did they get down there? Did yeah. you did you bring abseiling equipment with you and just scale the side of the cliff down? And then how are you getting back up there? Because I'm not familiar with where the hell they were. It looks like some coastal walk in Bondi, but mm. it didn't look easy to get down to. But hey, you know the saying where there's a will, there's a way. But if you ever were on a walk and you saw that or you happen to have been one of the people in the water, what would your reaction have been? I know. No, actually, well, like what would you have done? I think I would have I'm just thinking like hypothetically, I would never be in the in Bondi water at like eight AM because you know I like to sleep in. Anyway, I would probably lose my shit laughing because good on them. You know, we've got nothing else going on. Mm. It's kind of hilarious. So what about you? Yeah. I think if I saw it, I just would be deer in headlights. I wouldn't know what to do. It'd be like a bit of a car accident. I just wouldn't be able to look away. I do commend them for getting creative because they're clearly just getting bored of doing it at home. But I actually read somewhere that someone was like, oh, what if they were just having an affair and they couldn't like meet up anywhere else? So they're like, Cliff, it is. Oh my God. There's probably a lot of that going on in like cars and parks and shit as well yeah if, if anyone knows them or you happen to have been one of the people with front row seats let us know got lots of questions for you we want all the details all the deets anything else that happened in your week to top that rav uh look my week wasn't as entertaining as that it was very oh medical i guess you could say so i got my vax which you know about yeah and i also got a blood test but Have you heard of the AMH test? I have not. Okay. So for anyone listening along at home who also is not familiar with the AMH test, it's the anti-malarian hormone. I hope I didn't butcher that. Anti-malarian hormone test. So what that essentially is, is it's a hormone that's secreted by cells in developing egg sacs in women. So the level of AMH that you have in your blood is a good indicator of how fertile you are. Okay. It gives you insight into, I guess, just a number of eggs that you've got left. So would be fair to say it's a bit of a correlation between how many fertile years you've got left as well. So just to reiterate, it's not quality of eggs. It's just quantity of eggs. Wow. I had seen my GP a few months ago just for a general, you know, check my iron, check, you know, your vitamin D, all that jazz. And I asked her to add this to the little slip thingy as well. Cause I was like, you know what? Don't, not a big fan of getting blood tests, but if I'm going to go do it, just do everything in one go. So what made you think about doing that? Like kind of, I don't even know what AMH, what the AMH hormone is. So I was definitely in the same boat as you. I had no idea about what it is or what it was or anything like that. But what prompted me to look into it was I started a new job earlier this year. And when I was signing my contract, I noticed that there was a clause in my contract that included egg freezing. What? Oh my God, I've read about this. I read about it in like the US. And I didn't, I thought it was just as far away kind of maybe something they do in like Silicon Valley or something, you know, as a way of trying to get women into Silicon Valley or like keep them in there or something. Like I didn't think it was legit. Yeah, neither did I. And you, you're a step ahead of me. I didn't even know that that was a thing. So when I read that, I immediately thought it was a mistake. Didn't question it because I honestly didn't even think at that point that it was something I would take advantage of if it was or wasn't serious. But yeah, like after I joined, I spoke to one of my colleagues about it. And ironically, she had just gone through it with the company. Wow. 
So yeah, she got me thinking about it. And look, when my ex and I split up a few years ago, I was 30 at the time. And Mm -hmm. that was the year that we had agreed that we were going to not necessarily start trying for a family, but if it happened at that point, it happened and we were just going to go with it. So mentally, I was very much in the mindset of, yeah, I'm going to have a baby around 30-ish. Obviously, no longer, you know, with him. And it's not something I've considered recently having children or anything like that. And if I'm being totally honest with you, I, if anything, have just been thinking more along the lines of whether I'd even want to have kids right now because of everything that's happening in the world between COVID and the climate change report that's just come out. You know, humanity's in a code red because we needed something else to be alarmed about. (laughs) Uh, And then, you know, not to make light of this situation, but just what's going on in Afghanistan and stuff as well. It's just horrible, right? It's a lot. It's so interesting to hear that, you know, your view around it has changed like Mm. in a couple of years, um, not just because of your circumstance. I feel like you're probably not alone. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are probably feeling the same. And I'm, I must say, I'm, I'm a bit the same. I have always wanted kids, mm. but something feels off right now about bringing a child into this. Just doesn't yeah. feel like the best environment. There's too much just shit going on right now. I just feel like it's, I just want to delay it. Mm. We've got, you know, friends and family who are pregnant right now and, I'm not saying that they've done the wrong thing by, you know, getting pregnant or anything like that. It's a totally um, personal choice. But, yeah, I feel like there'd be probably quite a few women who are like, you know what, it's probably not a priority right now. I guess quickly jumping back to the egg freezing thing, you know, you make a really good point that it's very recent in the last few years that I've had this shift in the way that I'm thinking, Mm. which is why, you know, I almost threw the blood test slip in the bin and didn't go because, I was like, oh, stuff it. I'll just go back to the doctors at some point or have like a telehealth appointment, whatever they bloody do these days, <laughs> and get a new form just for my iron and all the other stuff yeah. and not worry about this AMH test because I don't even want to have kids now. But like I just thought about it and, you know, I would hate to be in a position where if I randomly changed my mind later on in the future to not even have the option. Totally, yeah. And worst case scenario, shouldn't say worst case scenario, if I decide not to have children and I do have some eggs on ice, I'll donate them to someone who does want them. That's nice, Rav. I didn't know you could, I guess you can do that. Hey, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, they're just going to be, they're not going to be fertilized. They're just going to be eggs. So if somebody needs an egg, you have an egg. You have an (laughs) egg. You get an egg. You get an egg. Everyone gets an egg. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, it's actually super fascinating. So what's, I guess we haven't, uh, explained why the company you work for would offer something like that. Did you ask them about it and they explained to you or like, do you get an explanation? No. And that's probably because I didn't ask the question as to why, because it's almost like, why would you question it? Right. If it, it's a huge perk. So I didn't question the policy, but reading between the lines, it seems like it's to encourage women to not feel like they need to step away from their careers mm-hmm. to go and have children and then maybe be negatively impacted in terms of making their way up the corporate ladder because they've had time off. The example that I was using at the start with my friend who has just gone through it with my employer, she's in a relationship. 
you know, for her, it 100% is just a security blanket. It's It's got nothing to do with, you know, not knowing if she's going to meet someone down the track who she's going to have children with. It's a security blanket that's there. Why would you not take it? Totally. Yeah. Wow. You know, it, it, it probably is a concern of most women. I know it's something that I've thought about, you know, am I going to be negatively impacted when I have choose to have kids? So um, yeah, I love it. Go for it. When do you get your blood test back? Is it? It's probably your standard, you know, that you wait about a week for your results to typically come back. And then she'll probably have one of those phone appointments with me to tell me how it all goes, but I'll keep everyone posted. And look, just because I've had the test doesn't mean I'm going to go down the path yet. First step is to just do the test. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But Ellie, you made a really good point before about, you know, friends and family right now that are pregnant and just another layer of complexity to this whole situation of whether you go down the path of freezing your eggs or not or having children or not, is hearing some really honest feedback that I've been getting from a few of my friends that have gone and Mm. had children recently or they're pregnant at the moment. And I have to say between the nausea and just the body aches of literally growing another human being along with don't even get me started on what happens, you know, when you're physically pushing a child out of your hoo-ha. Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) thinking about it makes me cringe. Like, God forbid you ask for an epidural too late. Like the thought of that, the fact Mm. that there's even like a window of of time that Mm. if I was to go down that path that I'd need to put my hand up and be like, hey, jab me with that huge needle. Don't want to feel a thing. And then that they could turn around and be like, ha, PS, too late. Too late. Oh, Oh, God. I would literally just be like, well, you better knock me out then. That's plan B. (laughs) <laughs> oh God, it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to comprehend. It's a lot to digest. And I am going to be totally honest with you and just say like, I'm not being sold the thought by anyone at the moment. And I'm very much appreciating the honesty because I don't think enough people talk about totally how shit it can be. They talk about the whole euphoric, oh, I just had a child, butterflies, roses, fairies, when it's like, how much sleep are you getting? Totally. I say to my friends and family that are honest about it, I'm like, I really appreciate you being honest about it because for too long, society has kind of sugarcoated it and been like, it's amazing. You know, it's Sometimes it's awful. Like you've, I mean, again, I can't talk for personal experience, but I have got a lot of friends and family that have had kids and they do such a good job, but it's bloody exhausting. Like two hours sleep for like nights on end. I always think about having to parent when you're sick. It's not like you can just call in sick. There's no one else to help. You're it. So I do appreciate the people that are honest about it because I want to know what I'm getting myself into. I want to know. And like like you said, talking about giving birth and stuff like that, like women have only just started being really honest about that. Prior to a few years ago, no one was telling me that like you wear, basically wear a nappy for like weeks after you give birth. Your sort of like situation down there is never the same in terms of like jumping on a trampoline means that you can like pee yourself, sneezing. When it comes to my time, I'm going to be sitting my friends down and being like, lay it on me. Yeah. I want to know everything everything because they also apparently you lose your hair afterwards your hair starts to fall out yeah I've seen a few people posting about postpartum hair loss and it's like are you serious it's it's like this cute little thing has just sucked the living life out of you (laughs) it's taken like everything out of you everything literally thank you no judgment each to their own 
Exactly. And to your earlier point, Rav, if you are feeling like your mindset around having kids is changing and it's maybe not something that you're interested in doing anymore, that's absolutely fine. I think we need to really normalize people not wanting to have kids. It's always been this like taboo thing like, oh, you know, how could she be so heartless? She doesn't want to have kids or she mustn't have any maternal instincts and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, or you'll change your mind. Yes. You'll change your mind is one of the biggest things. One of my lovely friends who is probably listening right now and knows who she is. She has always known that she doesn't want to have kids ever since I can remember since we were little she's always maintained she doesn't want kids and she's still at 30 has said she doesn't want to have kids and the amount of people that say to her oh you'll change your mind you'll change your mind people that don't even know her people at her work you know people she meets out it's like I'm sorry I think she can make up her mind about that. She doesn't need to be told that. And and to your point, you know, it, it's it would be quite the social experiment to see how people would take it if it was the other way around. Like, could you imagine if I walked up to somebody who was pregnant and was like, "Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure you want to do Are this?" Sure? I know that's such you know a good what point. I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's always yeah. I think we we just as a whole people let's just be a little bit more accepting of everyone's differences. Agreed. So we just had Friday the 13th and I happened to have a work meeting on that day and we did a bit of an icebreaker, which I thought was very interesting around superstitions. Do you have any weird superstitions, Ella? I don't, but my mum, I probably have a couple that I've like inherited from my mum just from being around her that I'm like now weird about. My mum's crazy superstitious, so you can't open an umbrella inside. Super, It's really bad luck. Putting new shoes on the table so the bag with the box or whatever or putting those new shoes on the table or even just I guess yeah even just the shoes on their own on the table is is really bad luck according to my mom (laughs) but do you find yourself not doing that as well like if you bought a new pair of shoes and you walked in would you put them on your dining room table I think I would put them on the floor because I'd be like oh shit yeah and I definitely do it with umbrellas like I won't open an umbrella inside yeah. What about you? The umbrella thing is something that I also do. Don't know where I picked it up from though, because I don't know if anyone's ever told me not to do that. I think it just feels weird to open yeah. the umbrella. It's like unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never done that. Um, my family don't have too many superstitions that they follow, but my dad does this thing, which I sometimes now feel guilty about not doing weirdly. So he's got this belief that the first trip that you make in the morning when you get into your car you should never just like straight off the bat start moving backwards he will nudge his car forward a tiny little bit in the garage before he reverses out and I remember once I was like dad why do you do that and he's like because you should always be moving forward in life oh bless and he's like notorious in our family for that everyone knows that he does it he's the only one who does it so I don't know where he got it from but that's cute I, like I used that. to get yelled at by him when I he'd be like teaching me how to drive and I wouldn't go forward and I was like dad you know I can't if I'm actually trying to get my license and I'm trying yeah. to move forward into a parked wall I'm gonna fail <laughs> other than that I whenever I'm physically leaving my apartment to go to an important meeting or an interview for example I have to lead with my right foot whoa yeah in in Indian 
culture, it's a little bit frowned upon, I guess you could say, to be like left-handed. Oh dear, that's me. Oh yeah, I was left-handed as well. And my parents made me switch to right. So I do things half and half. So I don't know if you've ever seen me eating, Ella, but I eat with the wrong hands. So I always get seated in weird places in restaurants because I bump elbows with the person who's got their knife in the right hand. It's crazy. I did not know this. This is like another thing to unpack. Won't do it now, but Jesus. So it's always like, you know, right foot first, right hand first is meant to be auspicious. So I catch myself sometimes if I've left the apartment to do something very important and it's not my right foot and I pick up on it, I'll walk back in and walk back out with the right foot. Oh my God, that's too funny. It's so weird now when I hear myself talking about it. <laughs> I'm a crazy person. I actually picked up a really funny one from one of my friends, which I wanted to share with everyone because I think this is hilarious. Just want to reiterate, I'm not doing the classic asking for a friend. <laughs> one of my friends. Yeah. This is actually from a friend and she's going to know who she is when she hears this story. But um, yeah, I asked around a few people to be like, what are your superstitions? And one of my friends grew up in a Mormon household and I guess sex was a little bit taboo for them growing up. They didn't talk about it much. Definitely probably didn't talk about masturbation and that sort of thing. Anyway, so whenever she engaged in a little bit of self-love, flicking the bean, he never did it on weekdays because this concept landed itself in her mind when she was at school. She thought if she flicked the bean during the week, bad shit would happen to her at school. What? When she told me this, you should have seen the look of horror on my face but naturally my next question was well when did you realize nothing bad was going to happen to you and then she just turned red and just started laughing and I was like hold up do you still think something bad's going to happen to you and she's like yeah and I was like does it matter if you are having sex with someone and it happens or is it just if you do it to yourself and she's like no just if I do it to myself (laughs) what oh my god bless her so is it the is it the orgasm that's not allowed no 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 so it's not it's the self-pleasuring that's taboo yeah it's the self-pleasuring that's taboo so it's fine if it's if it's a she's a a hetero female so it's fine if if it's a man doing it to her but if it's her oh no 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 not allowed bless her I'm sad for all of her well I guess if she's replaced that with hopefully with a man then she's having a great time She's not missing out. Good on her. Yeah, she she's having a ball. Balls. <laughs> Speaking of orgasms, Rav, I think you promised a bit of a review last week. You did the selfless thing and offered to test run the Voosh vibrator. Very selfless. Someone's got to do it. It's a tough job, but someone's got to do it. What did we think? Oh, I didn't rate it. Oh. Yeah, it was a bit. Okay, probably need to rewind for a sec. Obviously, every body is different. And as we know, or as most of us should know, especially the men listening, listen, not every woman gets off through penetration. This toy is very much designed for penetrative pleasure. And I'm not wired that way. Mm -hmm. So... I just didn't really enjoy it. They did say that it was meant to be for external stimulation as well, but there's much better things out there than this at the price point that it's at. So, yeah, look, I'm not going to say don't buy it because, like I said, everybody is different, so it might work for you. The reason why I was intrigued by it was because of the fact that I am normally not a internal stimulation gal, so I was like, 
maybe this will work because a lot of the reviews said that for people in that bucket, it actually did work. Okay. So yeah, it just didn't hit the mark for me. That's a shame. And what, and when you say price point, what, how much was it? It was 150. Yeah. For that kind of money, you want to be reaching the big O, I think. So yeah. But what does one do with a vibrator they don't want anymore? Like it seems, how do you dispose of them? Like it's not like you can gift it to someone. I feel like sex toys or self-pleasure toys have really taken off in the last few years. Similar to the sort of uptick we saw of things like mobile devices, right? And mm. they've, they have all these ways to recycle mobile devices now. What are we doing with, yeah, like you said, unwanted toys? Yeah. But I'm going to be throwing mine in the bin. Yeah. Well, if there's anyone, any of our listeners uh, who go through enough sex toys that they're regularly <laughs> recycling them or whatever, we'd love to know what you do with them. If there's a, if it's an environmentally friendly way we're supposed to be disposing of them. Yeah. Asking for point. a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the friend. <laughs> All right. Well, I know we've kept the episode pretty light and breezy so far, but... It has been a pretty heavy week for a lot of us. There's a lot of bad news happening right now. Obviously, Mm. COVID is no surprise. The number's just getting worse and worse in most states. And then uh, the situation unfolding in Afghanistan, which is incredibly scary and harrowing. Um, How are you feeling about it, Rav? Yeah, pretty much the same as you. I think, you know, with the COVID stuff, as much as it's not great, it's not as alarming anymore. I don't know if I can say that. I feel like everyone's a bit numb to the whole situation in a way. Desensitized to the, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the stuff that's coming out of Afghanistan right now is just horrifying. You know, it really just puts things into perspective and being an immigrant myself, you know, just Mm. while I didn't go through things like that in my own country, it just really makes you so grateful for having certain opportunities And, you know, firstly, I would love to hear from the listeners as to whether they want to hear more about this. And I would be more than happy to do a deep dive. We all would um, into this situation that's unfolding at the moment in Afghanistan. I don't think we know enough about it yet to really do like a full on fully blown segment on it as such. It's still unfolding. Yeah, we're still not entirely sure what um, what the Taliban's plans are yet. So we're. But in saying that, it didn't feel right not to acknowledge that it was happening. And I really just wanted to also mention that I've personally noticed a few people on my personal Instagram page that have posted a few things that I just think are in bad taste and a little bit insensitive. So please really educate yourself before you start posting things on Instagram or any social media platform, especially if you have any sort of real platform where there's a lot of people that are going to be looking to you and looking at what you're posting. The particular comment that comes to mind was around the media covering just what was happening to women and children, which number one is not true. They're covering what's happening in the entire country. That includes men, women, and children. Was this person saying that men are being forgotten about in this yeah and it just took me back to the whole me too movement as well where it was like not all men or the black lives matter protests 
oh, all lives matter. No, just shut up. This isn't your moment to be talking about this. Yeah. And without knowing anything about Sharia law, which is the reason why women and female children are being brought to the spotlight to some degree because it directly impacts them. Yeah. And I just want to make clear as well, you know, Sharia law is up to interpretation, like most religious scriptures. Yeah. How you interpret it is up to you. And obviously the Taliban is choosing to interpret it in a, in a way that takes away from the liberties and rights of women. Yeah. Without understanding that, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, there's no other way to put it. I encourage everyone to, number one, we'll, we'll put some resources in the show notes for how you can help. I think we should try and help in any way that we can. Yeah. But if you're not in a position, I know everyone's going through hardships right now because of various things that are happening. If you're not in a position to be able to provide any sort of financial aid, at the very least, please educate yourself. Yeah, 100%. Couldn't agree more, Rav. It's, um, I, lo- I think a lot of us were pretty shocked to see some of the pictures and videos that were emerging from, from there and felt really helpless and you sort of think oh what can I actually do to help but there's there's quite a few options so mm. we're happy to post some of them on the podcast page or our socials and um, yeah. but I agree you know if if you can't help out in any way educating yourself is the best thing you can do as well because we've had so much misinformation already with things like COVID and everything like that we don't need another you know, narrative going on that's, you know, at odds with the situation at hand. So absolutely agree with you, Rav. Nothing infuriates me more than white people having opinions about non-white people. Yeah, when they have zero understanding or links or anything like that. they've Especially when you're sitting in such a, you know, we have so much privilege in this country. We do. So just zip it. I'm with you, Rev. Please let us know if you do want to hear more about this topic, if you're interested, if you're feeling a little confused or conflicted by anything that you're seeing out there, feel free to drop us a message. We'd be more than happy to do a deep dive. But obviously, you know, we're also very aware that there is a lot of bad news in the news right now. Um, So not everyone wants to continue to just absorb that and be consumed by that and if you guys would rather that this be a medium that you use as a bit of escapism we're more than happy to keep delivering that to you on that note as well I just want to quickly say how amazing everyone's feedback last week was to the episode that I did about my disastrous marriage (laughs) um in all seriousness guys I'm so just humbled by the messages that I've received both to the podcast page and then people who've reached out to me directly. I think I've definitely, you know, individually thanked each and every one of you. And it was very hard to talk about some of those things. And it's always, you know, a little bit anxiety inducing when you're putting yourself out there like that. But, you know, the goal was to just help at least one person who might be going through something similar. And one of the things that came out of this whole situation, which I wasn't expecting was, you know, I had a few women in the Indian community reach out and say how, you know, they felt like I was giving Indian women a voice. And wow. that's exactly what I wanted to do. That's why I wanted to do this podcast. That's why I wanted to talk about these things because 
not just divorce, but even some of the sex stuff that we talk about, it yeah. is very taboo. It is swept under the rug a little bit. And I'm keen to keep delivering the raw chats to you guys. So thank you so much for all of the love and all of the feedback. We'll see you next week. We will. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to follow us, like us, subscribe, recommend us to your friends. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.